would you look at that? Would you? Would you look at that? Those Pfizer vaccines that we were freaking out arrived. Not only that, they arrived two days early. So what was all that panic about, eh? We only knew about the potential delay because the minister told us about it. Now, why would he do that? My feeling it's because this government is becoming increasingly gun-shy. They're afraid of negative headlines. Now they're choosing to preempt any bad news to try and mitigate any possible damage. But in this case, they shot themselves in the foot unnecessarily. That vaccine arrived right on time. Remember, it's quite a logistic exercise to get this stuff at the right temperature all the way from around the world, from the factory to New Zealand, while it's still fresh. I mean, we don't have bunnies running this from that side anyway. Now, why is the government like this? Well, the public perception is that this vaccine rollout is less than perfect and the government has become defensive. Now, I said that at the end of last week on social media that the vaccine rollout is less than perfect. And I had many supporters of the rollout and the government taking issue with me. And they are pointing out that our rollout at the end of last week had a 107% success rate. And this is true. We are 7% ahead of the schedule. But that means nothing at all if the schedule in the first place was too slow. The government is doing exactly what they said they would do. But with hindsight, we know it's not enough. Today, I'm looking through the paper. I learned the Oakland Zoo in San Francisco is currently inoculating their big cats, their bears, and their ferrets. It appears that American ferrets are further ahead in the worldwide COVID queue than you and I or anybody from Australia. The zoo has the Pfizer that Australia and New Zealand doesn't have. And as I said last week, I have no idea why these two nations don't have it. We appear to be being punished for our early success. Are we both useless? Did we both not order enough? When all this is done and dusted, I'm going to want some answers without all the politics. Now, speaking of COVID politics, over the weekend, the UK and Australia came out with their plans for a post-COVID world, uh, joining other nations who came up with plans like Taiwan and Singapore. And they're all talking about how to live with the virus. Now, I've read the plans, and they're full of common sense and very little else. All of them are dependent on 70 to 80% vaccination rates which is when the herd immunity starts to kick in. Preferably you want 90 to 95%, but at 70 to 80, you can start to open up a bit. And all these plans from all these nations like Taiwan, Singapore, the UK and Australia, they all fail to specify timelines, exactly when this is going to happen. I've also heard comment though over the weekend that look at these countries. They're so far ahead of us. They've got a plan while we maintain a hermit kingdom. And I'm not sure that's exactly fair. Uh, To my opinion, Scott Morrison over the weekend, it was quite obvious. He's seeing lockdowns in Sydney. He's seeing community cases. So he starts to talk non-specifically about the future to give some hope to Australians that these lockdowns will end one day. We don't know what it's like. We haven't had a lockdown in ages. Ask the Aussies. It's the same with the other nations. They're starting to see the Delta variant flare up. Out of the blue, Taiwan went from six cases a day to 600 at the beginning of June. And right at that moment, they started talking about the post-COVID plan. It's look over there, COVID politics, and nothing else. What I do know is that every nation in the world is hungry to reach 80% vaccination. And Australia and New Zealand are well behind. And it would be very nice if Pfizer acknowledged that and took all the COVID from the American ferrets and gave it to us.